Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sadie Olivia, and this is my podcast where I talk about things that interest me, like psychology and astrology and spirituality. And today, anything I freaking want, because it's been a while since I last posted an episode of my podcast, and I want to give myself the room to let it be whatever it needs to be. And with that being said, I haven't gone out of bed in a very long time. And the reason for that is because I don't have a good routine. And to be fair, my life has changed a lot recently, and so that kind of makes sense. But today, I was wondering if you wanted to get ready with me. Alrighty, first things first for a morning routine. I feel like it's only appropriate to light some kind of incense. Here's my match from a local crystal shop. It's not lighting very well. I'm not... Oh, I got it. There we go. The incense is going. I feel like that is the perfect start to a morning routine. Today's mindset is definitely reflective of gratitude for me because when I was making content consistently, I was always like wanting to get to the next level, do something new, or put out as much content as I can instead of just like going with the flow. And right now I'm sitting here and I'm honestly just grateful to have even the motivation to be able to do this. I've always associated putting makeup on with doing something that I want to be seen at a high level doing. If I do this, maybe it'll make me feel more inclined to make content. Oh, you know what? I need to give myself some fine-tuning with my razor first. Not my shaving razor, my buzzer, my buzz, my buzz cut. Damn, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know about the general emotion towards people who make podcasts editing their podcasts before they upload them. I mean, I see most of them are live, and that's why they have like a YouTube video or live screening of it but for me I'm like this is like a song with no music so you gotta chop it up right am I wrong no I don't have a big attachment to my physical form like of course there is one and I have goals and stuff but I think it's more fun to like live life like you're redoing your character and the waiting screen every time you go to play a video game you know I don't know or just letting yourself go through new phases without cringing at yourself. Oh shoot. Oh, nice. I'm gonna have to wet and cut my hair too because I went a little too short on the sides, but we adapt to the problems we create, don't we ladies? I'm a firm believer that people should be able to try things they've never done before and look a little bit foolish afterward for a little while, but because they tried. And that's how I feel about most things, including cutting my own hair, which I've been doing for months now. And I've been pretty satisfied at the results, so I feel like it's really not that big of a deal. But. You know, I have a very unique perspective. I'm just <laughs> so sorry I said that, guys. 
I'm just being deep. I just don't really care about my physical appearance, which is true, but it's not something to be like, I'm better than other people about. Maybe that's just me, but that feels a little stupid. So I'm just here to just do things I've never done before and see if I'm good at them. You know, who knows? It's not about doing it for the content. It's not about doing it for- Look at me preaching. Like anyone needs any more people preaching on the internet, even though that's what I thought this whole thing was gonna be about. But it's not. Right now it's about me cutting my hair to the best of my freaking abilities. I saw a TikTok of this man. He was wearing a crop top and he had a beard. But he also had like really long, pretty hair. And that invoked the newest and most intense level of gender envy I've ever felt for another human in my life. So, still dealing with that. And that's what I was thinking about when I was looking in the mirror. I just could imagine myself with a mustache on and I felt like that'd be uh, kind of cute. I don't actively go out of my way to embrace my gender fantasies of myself, but I most certainly think about it a lot. Dang, I hope this looks good at the end. Actually, I don't care. I think it looks good already. The, the way that I changed my mind. You know, sidereally, I do have a Libra Mars, so that makes sense at least. Maybe I should just um, part my hair differently. Ew! I just parted it down the middle. I can't believe my first reaction was ew. I said ew because I thought I looked good and the idea of looking good with a middle part is not something I ever anticipated in my life. But it could help me grow my hair out long because that's the goal here. Oh, God. Does it look some type of way? Oh my God, let me shut up real quick. Anyways, let's do my face now. Let's see how ASMR I can get with this one. So here we are, and now my face is moisturized. I've been meaning to like use this relaxing thing roller, I guess, that I bought to like roll around my face, but I always forget. But I've been stuck in a TikTok portal for the past few days, so every time a video of someone doing this to themselves rolls up, I'm like, okay, okay. The motivation is slowly crawling in my video. I think I watched the third one today and like Beetlejuice I had to do something that involved rolling my face out because I had been called for the third time to do so. But my spirit guides or the universe or whatever, I don't really ever know what to call it anymore because I'm like, it's, am I even allowed to say spirit guides? The real secret is that I love those YouTube videos of people who put on their makeup or do their morning routine while they tell you a true crime story. I'm like, wow, the contrast in subject versus performance or delivery is so crazy. It's really satisfying to me. So I just wanted to see like, what would come to mind for me if I was getting ready, but like felt like I had an audience. A lot of the time when I'm putting on my makeup or when I'm getting ready like this, like really taking the time to get ready, I'm never like fully satisfied with the result at the end. It's never dramatic enough. I have this idea in my mind that like 
I need someone else's help to make it as dramatic as I want it. But the truth is, I could really do whatever I want to do with my makeup, you know? Um, and I think it's just the idea that you need to have, like, you need to do things a certain way if you're going to go outside of the box. Like, it has to look really good and sharp and, like, a piece of art. But it's like, girl, there's abstract art everywhere. In every type of medium, there's something abstract. So if you're doing makeup and you don't like fine lines or like doing it exactly the way that everyone finds it to be attractive, well, who the fuck cares? And so I think a lot of times I don't, I'm not satisfied with the end result because I'm just doing a very uninspired look. Um, it makes me attractive, but it bores me. I've been wanting to be more feminine recently, and I think that's what's probably driving me to do things like this. I think that one of my defense mechanisms for my childhood traumas was to become very masculine, which makes sense because I was the only granddaughter, and I was it was just me and my mom in terms of my close family. I had you know two brothers and a dad. So everywhere I've ever been in my family, women have been outnumbered by men. And I know that seems like, you know, not that really, not that big of a deal because it's like, hey, look, it's your family, like everyone's chilling. But I think there has to be a psychological impact on me as a result of that, whether or not I felt like I could trust the men that I was around. And so as a result, I need, I don't fucking know what the result is. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I got distracted by what color I wanted to make my eyeshadow. Oh yeah, I remember now. Why wouldn't I act masculine if I had been around predominantly masculine figures, authority figures in my life? And like the women authority figures I had in my life, like my grandma, my aunts, my mom, just liked hanging out with them. I just enjoyed hanging out with them. I always have. So being masculine really helped me hide from the need for attention that men had in my life, whether it's family or some boy in middle school who has a crush on me or, you know, any stupid situation that men create in order to control women, I don't know. The blue eyeshadow is looking really good so far. It's coming out more gray, but like honestly, it's like the color of my eyes, so it's like really pretty but i don't want to be masculine for the rest of my life i don't want to be hiding in my baggy clothes and like i like my body a lot but it's very feminine so it would be cool if i could like my body a lot because it's feminine and be able to express that with the world without being afraid that i'm gonna get sexualized for it or attract the attention of men who don't have women's best interests in heart that's genuinely a fear for me so cheers to me doing my makeup right now the eyeshadow looks so cool Ooh, i think i'm gonna add a little bit of white on top just in the crease wow i'm just dude look at me go this is my life when i was in middle school my friends who were feminine and wore makeup would um, always want to do my makeup and I would let them and it would be so uncomfortable. 
but now I'm like, you would do my makeup right now. And then I just sit like a statue. Holy crap. I'm looking way too cool. Gonna get a big head. I look beautiful. I got a coffee in my hand. Mmm. Now, what are we talking about? So the past few days, I've been spending a lot of time in the TikTok portal, as I mentioned earlier, but also just a general like phone haze. I just can't stop looking into that little guy. I can't. I mean, sometimes I'll stop and my cat will come up and I'm like, I gotta look at this girl because, you know, you gotta. But other than that, I think I mostly look into my phone. And I've been kind of placing the reasoning behind the fact that I now drive an hour to work. And yeah, like that makes me super tired. I am an opener, so I'm waking up at like 3 o'clock in the morning on a typical day. But then on the other hand, I'm like, who cares? Like genuinely, who cares why we sometimes go into a portal of media? I think even if a lot of the media that we consume on the internet is pretty low quality or doesn't have larger meanings behind it, that doesn't mean it's not influential on us in a positive way. And I was thinking about that a lot as I was laying in bed scrolling through TikTok or watching YouTube videos or whatever because I was like, maybe I should try to do something. Like, I don't really have anything that I have to do at this moment in time. It's just one of those peaceful little times of life. But why would I just spend it on my phone watching other people's content? Well, I think a lot of inspiration is derived from these times. And while it is so, so important to be present in the moment and our phones take away our capacity to do exactly that so often, still, there is a power in being able to consume so many ideas from other people and use that to help you become more creative and be like, okay, well, I'll just take inspiration from them. Even if you're just making a video that's a trend that other people are doing, you're still creating content. And it takes some time to get inspiration. Like some days you're gonna be going through video after video before one actually inspires you to get up and make something. And that goes for all types of platforms or mediums, artistic mediums as well. Like you'll be, if you make music, you're going through TikTok and you're hearing a lot of music that people are making because it's the platform for that or YouTube videos or what like whatever it is you do so many people are doing it and seeing other people doing it is really inspiring I mean I don't know what you guys are looking at when you're on the internet but even just seeing people be funny and goofy and like post stupid videos of themselves it's like it helps you remember it's not that serious so I'm not saying to validate like month-long addictions to the internet to isolating yourself i want you to be healthy i want you to have people around that you can hang out with and have a good time with and get exercise but when you do have those times it's gonna be like a couple times a month depending on what you're doing like i know working in customer service almost ooh, my voice cracked i got so scared customer service um almost every month i have to take a day no what the heck not every month. Once a week, I have to take at least one day where I'm sleeping in bed all day. Not sleeping, but, you know, do either creating something I can do in my bed, like writing a blog post, or just genuinely consuming mass amounts of other people's content on the internet for long periods of time. 
and I know I could use some more meditation in my life and that is the time that is the activity that should give up its time to my meditation process but I do feel inspired to create things so all I'm saying is can you just like let yourself enjoy things I recently talked about letting other people enjoy things and how we can hopefully reduce cringe culture and the way that it impacts people but how about just let ourselves enjoy things and then maybe we won't even be as opposed to other people enjoying things now i want to get into something that might make me sound crazy to select listeners and you want to know what i think about that i think that's a vibe i hope you enjoy this crazy content, maybe you could edit a little conspiracy theory video about me. That would be well appreciated. But I just want to talk about the psychic abilities that I've experienced throughout my life and how they are kind of peaking right now and I don't really know what to do with it. Alright, I'm gonna say it. I think children are gaslit into no longer having the power to create the magic they know that they have within them and I don't know that it's always intentional sometimes it's just passed down through generations and that's genuinely what those people believe is right but in some cases you just gotta acknowledge that the situation is occurring because there is a law that is wanted for this world you know because as a kid you're kind of aware that you could manifest anything and you try to and if you don't think you ever tried to manifest anything as a kid i would think a little bit harder think about those daydreams right before you go to sleep where you'd like visualize it or drawing it or like writing your parents a letter about it just like all the ways that you made it real and it happened I mean, that could go for any part of life, but I feel like children are really magical. That's my point. And so when I was a kid, a lot of interesting things would happen in my life. But there was just like this point where I was like, I need to grow up a little bit. And for me, it mostly was surrounded by wanting to like date people. I was really romantic from a really early age. And so really quickly into my childhood, I was like, I want to date people. And that requires not being a total weird fantasy kid. So goodbye to my fantasies and my little daydreams. And when I would retell those stories of something that in the moment was so magical, I'd be like, yeah, that's just what I believed in, whatever, you know. Um, But now I'm like, no, that was legitimately something crazy happening. And I only know that because now it's happening again. I think that I've just gotten to the point in my life where I just want to hang out by myself and listen to what I'm thinking and embrace silence and I'm hearing a lot in it I mean of course that's what happens but something that I've been hearing a lot is that I have these like psychic visions or like it's not like a psychic vision okay let me explain it's kind of like a warning or like a it's just a thought that pops into my head for example it'd be like oh, that person wearing that hat is going to take off their hat as soon as they walk past me, and then they do it. I don't know why I have the thought. I don't know why it immediately happens afterward. But it's also, like, the most minimal level of a superpower. I totally understand why in every single, like, little 
ambitious Ares energy main character superhero thing where they're like oh my god I have powers and then they just excessively want to succeed at it I think the best example I can think of is Naruto it's like you're like this magical little being and you're like I just have to be the best so quickly but no it's like so freaking slow and half the time when I can see something that is about to happen it's so it doesn't seem relevant to my life at all and so maybe I should be taking more notes and paying more attention but I liked it better when I was like literally talking to fairies as a child because they were willing to make themselves visible to me I feel like I have a lot to work on before I get back to even that point so that's been on my mind I don't know about you guys I think one of the hardest parts of wanting to create content is creating it just for yourself because that means that most likely no one else is going to be doing exactly what you're doing or the way that you were doing it and that that can be kind of frightening because I mean if you think about it for people who don't create things that are artistic it's the same thing i mean think about crypto and how big crypto is most people jump into buying a coin when they see other people doing it and i mean that makes sense because you're like okay it's gaining interest i should get at it as soon as possible and a lot of the times we may unconsciously end up doing the same thing when we create our content on the internet and by doing it just for yourself and doing what you want to do with your content you're kind of saying i'm investing in this thing that is not surely going to be successful and it you just have to admit that it may not like one thing that i've always done the whole time i've been creating content on the internet is this secret little hope in the back of my head i'm like i'm just making this for myself and i know it, it doesn't have the formula for success it's just my kind of content but there is this thought in the back of my mind that like i it will go big though like i will make something viral i think you kind of have to have thoughts like that if you're per- a person who creates content because that's the kind of thing that's going to keep you making content like the idea that you're actually going to be heard for what you want to say but when you start making content that you know will be viral you take the whole purpose that you had for making content out of it and so you should just invest in yourself and make the content that you want to make we need to see new things that's a big thing too is like i think so many people are afraid of not being successful if they don't follow the formula or just like using the formula to boost forward content that doesn't necessarily add value to the internet either way if a lot of small creators just start posting like they're the shit like hey like look at this i'm just doing whatever i want to do like we could have so many less repetitive songs and repetitive trends and like i feel like my mind is melting when i watch like the same trend three videos in a row we could just have so it could be so diverse maybe i'm just getting a little bit too optimistic but i feel like a lot of people are holding back may call it one of my psychic intuitions with this being said i am aware that i am the exact person that i'm talking about but i'm working on it we'll get there i have my own website okay and i'm really proud of it it's very unique i'm gonna need a shot of theraflu to get through this I think for a long time I could see myself being a commentary YouTuber 
Not that I would necessarily bring anything new to the mix because although I am not a man, I look exactly like every other commentary YouTuber that is on the platform currently. However, I don't think I'm really in it for the commentary videos either way because I'm just a little too outside of that, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I want commentary videos about topics that people don't do those kinds of videos about. There are rare circumstances where it does overlap a little bit with the psychological and philosophical perspective of why humans do what they do and why certain things trend and why they say certain things on the internet. But for the most part, it's just a reaction to the content on the internet itself instead of a bigger point of view about what it means that we're interested in the content that we're interested in. So at the end of the day, would I really fit in? I don't know. Am I getting too big picture about it? But I like having a little podcast that's hard to find on the internet. I do see myself making YouTube videos or something of the sort, just like video content in the future. I just feel like I have to get to the point where I'm like, this is what I'd want to make content about. And so far, I haven't found anything directly around me that has felt that way. My creative writing teacher told me that it was some quote by some old man. And he said something along the lines of, you can't wait for the lightning to strike. You have to go grab the lightning bolt. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. I did think about that, although I did not remember the quote word for word, I could not recite it. I remembered the concept of itself of just sitting there and waiting for an idea to come to you versus going out and grabbing one. And so that's constantly in the back of my mind. But at the same time, that is the reality of the situation. And I've been putting the blame on timing and whatnot. Like, I'm, I'm like, timing's not even real, but it would be, it's like a really bad time. No, you don't understand. It's a bad time for me to make things that I like. No, time isn't real. I just can't afford to use it to do things that bring me joy. This is a self-roast. Thanks for coming. On the next episode, we're going to roast my mom. I'm under the assumption that if you're listening to this podcast, there is at least something queer about you, if not just your entire identity. And so for that reason, I'm probably going to end this podcast episode today with a poem because queer people love poetry. Even the ones that don't like poetry like poetry. They just don't know it because there's music in the background or something or it's a moment that can be turned into a poem. Okay. Yeah, I'm a poet. What could I say? Yes, my name's Sadie means poet. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, okay. I got it. This poem is called Bad Habits. And uh, for a little context, I was reflecting on some things that I've been that I've done throughout my life that I felt like was helping me or helping me achieve a certain energy I wanted to be at but it wasn't natural. I think you know what I'm talking about. Let's start. Bad habits. Part one. Before. Her mind races with traces of the finest chemical creations. One to release frustrations. Two during social explorations. And three when desiring revelations. A world so oblivious of how ego makes us delirious, the shadow that lives in us controls us more than our appearance. 
Days turn hideous as they mimic a spiritual experience. In temporary devastation, she inhales numbing smoke, crafted without consideration like a fleeting inside joke, utilizing self-manipulation to forget truths she once spoke. Electric stimulation in a $5 liquid form increases attention through her mind is torn between real intention and a body she can mourn. This is the decay of adolescence. As a kid, you could count your blessings, but each year removes those lessons, so now you start to second-guess this. Don't look at her nod to the cuticle hands. Pretend anything flawed is beauty that expands. Romance is stalled when her depression withstands. Old loves and new strangers on the same list. Both have their dangers, but the truth rarely fits. In a universe that has drained her of all fear prevents. Now she lives on the dark side of the moon. Passion came too early and hope came too soon. Listening to a song written one beat out of tune. Searching grocery stores for potions brewed to destroy choice. Nightly tours of black magic used to remove her voice. Options she explores until convinced this is what she enjoys. Part 2. After. Now she time travels to tea parties hosted by herself as a child. They write love poems with sharpies for old crushes reconciled, wondering together how these moments evolved to being wild. A recurring nightmare now, she embraces being sober. Decisions made with care gives her two months in October. Now she and the universe, a pair, always coming closer. Manifestation is cleaning the dusty windowsill for her lover, finding peace in being present so now they don't suffer. Moments like these are what kill the illusion of other. Her mind flows with acceptance of the silent inevitability. One truth comes physically, two truths inspire her artistically, and three truths transcends life infinitely. A being full of nature's simple but divine mysteries and a mirror sharing words, always kind reverse histories. Past and present intertwine, ensuring future victories. This is the preservation of growth. As a kid, there was so much to loathe, but each year you recommit an oath, so now you start to acknowledge both. Both the times of before and after, turning the page to reveal a new chapter about the moments that truly matter, present right now they never slip past her, consuming joy rather than fear thereafter. Wow, I haven't read that in a while, but it was better than I thought it was. I hope that you guys enjoy that poem. I hope you enjoy this episode. And I'm really excited and hopeful that another one will be coming super soon because someone, get me the fuck out of my bed. Pardon my profanity, but get me the hell out of here. And if you want to be my friend, um, I'm ready, so sadieolivia.art.blog please and thank you and thanks and goodbye and I love you